I want that real love, that dark skin and Viv love, that Jada and that Will love. Okay, that song's a bop. It really is. It really is. But hear me out. We're going to leave the rap in the cold. But for the rest of us out here, we better bundle up because it's a cold, cold world out here. That Jada and that Will love has appeared to take a rocky road. And that's what, in the words of uh, Future, causes some people to be some throwaways. Just like that. Hey, sous chefs, and welcome back to yet another installment here at the Melting Pot. We definitely had to give this bonus episode. You know, we said we was done with the season, but it's just too much tea hitting the timelines, hitting social media. One of America's favorite couples was apparently going through all this stuff, and we didn't even know. Yes, we're referring to Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's relationship. So today, we're going to be talking about Jada's response to the Algis Alcina relationship, entanglement, whatever we're calling it these days. So for those of you who don't know, who is this Will Smith that we're talking about? Will Smith is an American actor and rapper best known for his role as Will Smith on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Will Smith released in 1988 after recording it in 1987. Uh, Parents Just Don't Understand in 1993. Will Smith released Summertime with DJ Jazzy Jeff. From 1990 to 1996, he played a role on the sitcom The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Who is Jada Pickett Smith? Jada Smith is an American actress, singer, and songwriter, screenwriter, and businesswoman. She began her acting career in 1990 with a guest appearance on the short-lived sitcom True Colors and subsequently starred in the television series A Different World. She also starred in one of my favorite movies, Set It Off, alongside Queen Latifah, Kimberly Elise, and Vivica A. Fox. The third and said party, August Anthony Alcina Jr., who is an American singer-songwriter from New Orleans, Louisiana, formerly signed to Def Jam Recordings. He released his first mixtape, The Product, in 2012, followed by the mixtape, The Product 2, and his debut extended play, Downtown, Life Under the Gun, in 2013. Will Smith is around 51 years old, Jada Smith is between 46 48, and August Alcina is 27. So why is that important? Well, August Alcina was introduced to the family um, via their son, Jada Smith. He was their friend when they met. So Cartier, you know, let's not be Jada. You know, let's stop beating around the bush and let's get into it. The real nitty gritty details of this whole entanglement (laughs) and you gonna hear us say that word (laughs) cause that's the word that Jada Pickett Smith used and that's just the word of the month I'm sorry according to Black Twitter we entangling all the way until the end of this month at least right (laughs) so August Alcino was um, their son Jada Smith's friend and he came around the family and according to you know the Red Table Talk which you know a lot of you guys are here after watching from listening to they state that you know when they when they met him when they met august he was sick you know he had some other illness going on so as uh cardier was just saying you know august alcina was introduced in the family by Jaden smith because they were friends and you know jada said on the red table talk that the reason that they you know brought august in and tried to, you know, um, help him is because, you know, he was sick. He was real sick at the time. And, you know, they wanted to take him in under their wing and kind of like nurse him back to health and everything. You know, and when I heard this, originally I was like, okay, you know, maybe it's his lupus. You know, maybe he had a flare up. He was going to a real rough patch. 
Um, but apparently he also was going through um, addiction at the time to opioid painkillers, uh, specifically Percocet. And it kind of took control of his life. You know, now, now he's in recovery and, you know, sharing his story. But it's the fact that, okay, not only did, you know, he get put on through Jaden Smith, you know, like that was his friend. So how did you go from, you know, taking this, uh, taking young Alcina under your wing, nursing him back to health through his sickness, his life story, which is very devastating and uh, addiction. And how does that turn into this relationship, which is the word that she kind of, you know, Jada kind of refused to kind of say. Let me just interject you right there. Cause it was more than a refusal. If you go back to the red table talk, he basically had to pull it up out of her for her to say a relationship. Cause she was just like entanglement. Like she was gonna, she was gonna ride that wave to no more entanglement yeah, definitely. and so he was like you know call a spade a spade call a relationship you know he had to basically like pull the words off her own tongue mm-hmm. and I feel like if you were woman enough to have this said entanglement then you need to be woman enough to call it what it is you know what I'm saying right oh for sure definitely I agree with you Cartier because Jada you know she's playing basically ring around the rosy with her words and will like you said had to literally pull things out of her because majority of the first part of the interview you know it's only a 12 minute uh, um red table talk for those who don't know it's short but those first that first half of the show is like dragging because she's playing ring around the rosy with her words like you called this you called this table talk for yourself to air out and clear up uh, all of the rumors going on. So for her to get on the show and try and act, which I which I really think, what I really think is that, you know, she had to go talk to her little publicist team, her PR team, you know, back up some stuff. She's like, you know, throw a little, a little dash of truth in there, a little sprinkle of regret. And, you know, we gonna make this thing work. But, you know, the people at home, also us here at the Melting Pot, we wasn't going for that. Black Twitter wasn't going for that. And on top of that, two days before this Red Table Talk even premiered, me and Sly even said when she blows the dust off this Red Table, let the people know. And the camera crew come in, we said, watch it be some BS. Watch it be some BS. And I just knew. I just knew. I felt it. I felt it. And what did she do? She came there with her legs crisscross applesauce like a kindergartner and just just danced around what it was. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to call it a relationship. I mean, if you didn't want to call it a relationship, you could have called it a situationship. But no, she wanted to make up a word, which apparently you look up on Google. She It was a entanglement. It's a thing. Yes, it is a thing. And, you know, it kind of got a, a certain... Jenny Saquon, you know, like I'm, I'm feeling this entanglement. <laughs> I mean, you mean Jenny Saquon? <laughs> no, Jenny Saquon. You know, it's Jenny Saquon. Black, Black Twitter know what we talking about. It's fine. Anyway, anywho, I'm just drinking a little water because you know she BS my throat so much. It was like you know she just did not want to own up, and I kind of felt bad for Will because it's like. His face did not match the words that were saying. 
that was said. And if you watch the Red Table Talk, you know, he makes it seem like, oh, you know, we're all good. You know, we therapized about it. And, you know, he tried to make jokes about it. But, I mean, it looks like his eyes been bloodshot red for a month. Yeah, I definitely agree because it looked like Will was using comedic relief, you know, to cover the pain. Because, like you said, his face, he just looked so... He looked sleep deprived. He looked hurt. He looked, uh, you know, a little bit uncomfortable, which I, I can imagine because the situation is uncomfortable, you know, because they have, I won't say they have a private life because they do put a lot of their life, you know, in social media, but it's like the good part, you know, they don't, of course, they don't show the bad parts and like, cause you know, at home, we didn't even know that they was having problems for this problem to be for, you know, this happened four years ago. And, you know, it's kind of like old news to them. But now, you know, they were questioning in the Red Table Talk, like, why is this being brought up now? Which, you know, I'm pretty sure at home we were asking ourselves that too. But we know we got the answer. They got the answer. It's because August, you know, popped up, did an interview, ran his mouth. What I have to say about that, and this is all I'm going to say is, y'all better learn how to get these NDAs. That's what they there for. And that's just that. Right. Because, like, you're, you, you're right, Sly. In all actuality, it is, on that aspect, it is August I've seen this fault. Simply for the fact that, you know, like you said, per the Red Table Talk, this was years ago. Right. So why are you bringing it, why are you bringing it up now? And the reason why I'm going to say is August I've seen it is a man child. Definitely. Kiki Palmer had made a tweet and it was about the situation, but she did not, you know, personally attack August Alcina. And he, you know, he went for the jugular and mentioned like, you know, some mental instability. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, for August Alcina, that was not right because you got your own, uh, you know, mental problems and, you know, things going on with you. And, you know, he just kept, you know, making all these indirect tweets and some of them were direct. And my thing is, you know, as an adult, as a man, it should never be done. But you know what? You're not, you're not mentally ready. He wasn't mentally ready for this entanglement. He, he, he just not was, was not ready. And that's to be expected. You're in your, you're in your twenties. She's damn near her fifties. You know, you're just, you're not ready. And it, it shows if you look at his social media, he's, he was not ready. And, you know, hurt people hurt people. And I feel like it was coming from a place of, you know, I want to get you back because I feel like this would have never, Jada would have never said nothing. Oh, most definitely not. Jada would have never said nothing. And we would have never knew. But he wanted to open up his mouth and let the world know. And like you said, yeah, an NDA should have definitely been given. I hope, you know, Jada's next entanglement, she um, she hands those out. (laughs) Right, because... This is not a first. You know, this is not a first for the Smiths. Oh, probably not, because we're on the street as they swingers anyway. Yeah, swingers, right, anyway. So, and this has been rumored. It's a lot of rumors about the family. Like, I just, when it, when stuff comes to the media about them, I just tell everybody, you know, I'm not surprised. Anything that comes out about them, uh, you know, they never really confirm anything, but it's just like, they're a non-traditional family anyways. Between the upbringing of the kids, their lifestyle, rumors about Will, maybe his uh, sexuality, you know, them as a couple together being swingers. It's just like, you know, nothing surprises me anymore but with that family, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't know that 
Will had a previous relationship, a previous wife, and Jada was his previous wife's friend. Fast forward later, it's no coincidence that they're married and Will is not married to the previous wife. So, you know, there's a saying, how you get him is how you lose him. And like you said, with the swinger thing, I feel like, you know, they, they might have, I mean... I feel like they are—they are very free people. Yeah, they are free people to do whatever they want, and on it, it is not our place to judge anybody on that note. Oh, definitely not. We want to make that—you know—we want to make that clear. Right. There's nothing wrong with you know non-traditional ways. And like you said, I mean, but they—we're not gonna uh, on this episode. We're not going to you know continue to harp on the swinger episode because like you said they never confirm or deny just like in the beginning of the table talk they said they purposely did not say anything to nobody so anything that the media said was all fake news so yeah i mean on that swinger note who knows who i mean we we just never know this is probably the closest we probably will ever get and have ever gotten into their bedroom and after you know people can't keep their mouth closed we probably won't get no more and that's fine by me. However, I do have a problem. I have a problem with, you know, social media. It's a it's a back and forth. You know, there are some people who are like, you know, this is, you know, getting swept up under the rug because, you know, it was Jada and August. But had it been, had it would have been Will, and I, I know that's his goddaughter, but that's the only friend of Willow's that I know. Uh, had it been Jordan Woods, it would have been a whole thing. And y'all would have had y'all foot on Will's neck and that that and in his ass for, for this but because it's will and jada she's like oh, okay yeah she's an entanglement so now i'm gonna change all my niggas in my phone to entanglements like it's cute hashtag entanglement but it's not it's not we i mean we got to normalize wrong is wrong and right is right now granted they were separated however they were separated they you know they they thought the marriage was over so on that part you know she's technically not a well no because they were still married legally so in the eyes of god yeah she cheated but you know they they didn't think that they were going to make it work and so you know she found company with somebody else if she knew that because it was some point in that relationship you know august is like you know confessing his love to her but deep down she know that she would never leave will for august so she should have stopped it right then and there right that's where it should have ended the moment it turned a little bit more than what it should have been, somebody caught more feelings than what it should have been. The whole situation, entangleship, it it should have been stopped. Why would you continue being involved with somebody, knowing that they're catching feelings, knowing that okay, you know, deep down you still love this man, and you're not going to leave this man for this man. So this whole thing should have been stopped right then and there. And. I just really want to know what was going through August's head. You know, like, I know love is blind, but it's like Jaden will have a, you know, a lifetime partnership. So he had to know that this wasn't going to end the way that he would have liked it to. I just feel like I agree with you said that it was, you know, when he started catching all the feelings, it should have been deaded, you know, the whole situation. Plus, he was already in a vulnerable state. Now, what I have to say about that is I feel as though, you know, per Jada's past, she has a type of saver complex, you know? So for those of you who don't know, and, you know, Jada Pickett-Smith has discussed this on the Red Table Talk, 
there have been uh, previous episodes where, you know, the family's history was discussed, such as, you know, for those who don't know, her mother uh, did have a heroin addiction uh, during Jada's, you know, youth and her, uh, her upbringing. And, you know, Jada Pickett Smith herself also revealed, you know, some of the darkest chapters of her past, including, you know, uh, sex addiction, drugs, selling drugs. And, you know, recently uh, she overcame a slight alcohol um, dependency. And, you know, with all of that, of course, comes ups and downs, you know, battles with depression and all of, you know, all things related to that. So backing to what I said earlier about a savior complex. Okay, we know, we've said this. We know that, you know, August had a addiction. He also had a rough upbringing, traumatic things that's happened in his life and his past. So at what point does, you know, her taking him under her wing and nursing him back to health because like they said on the red table talk her and will both they were both he was just also sick which you know is true but it's also how did that turn into this entanglement how did this turn into a relationship and that's the million dollar question that we're trying to trying to figure out it's like <sighs> yes god wants us to open up our our homes but not our legs jeez you know, I mean, and I, I, I get it. You know, there are times where you, 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 you get vulnerable. You know, you see him weak, and you probably having times with your marriage because marriage is tough. But at the same time, I'm gonna say that at like this, and I'm keeping a book. Your child's friend should have been off limit. It should have been just, I'm gonna nurse you back to health. Your friend of the family, we are gonna keep it like that. You can call me mom. You can call me auntie. Right. You can call me Miss Jada. Right. But it should, it should never been we together. No matter how hard your marriage has been, it should have been you're my child's friend and I should see you that way. Yes, he is a grown man. However, it's an age difference. It's a respect thing. It shows that you don't have no respect for your child. Right. Because I'll be damned. And I'm going to say this right now. If my friend sleeps with my mama, I'm beating both of them up. It's just weird. Like, that's... It's, it's weird to me. But also, while we're on this subject, I want to, you know, drop this quote. You know, this is something that Jada said on the Red Table Talk episode. She basically tried to refer to her childhood trauma for sleeping with another man. Like, no. No, 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 no. No. And that's what upset me. Because it's like, own up to what you did. Like, own up to it. Going back to what I was saying, she was just beating around the bush. Yeah, so like you said, I, I do get what you were saying. It's like, you know, instead of beating around the bush, own up to it. You grown, I'm grown. You shouldn't have to take a third party to be like, you know, call it what it is. You know, own up to it. Don't blame childhood trauma and, you know addictions of the past to what you have going on now you were just unhappy in your marriage or you wanted to spice things up a little bit or you just felt that you were entitled to that because let's not put all the blame on jada will has definitely probably cheated before too you know it's not a probably right you know well will has definitely cheated before and 
you know, this whole, he joked about it at the end of the interview, which I was laughing because I was like, uh, nah, he low-key serious. He's talking about, I'm going to get you back for this. And she was like, uh, yeah, nah, I think you already kind of, I think we're good on that one, you know, buddy. Like, <laughs> like that was hilarious to me because I know that he was low-key kind of serious. And she was like, you bet not, like, you know, that sense of entitlement, but like uh, but going back to the childhood trauma thing like just own up to it like you wanted to step out you have to step up to step up and claim your actions and another thing that behooved me while listening to the red table talk is like you kept saying well you didn't kept saying you said uh well no you did keep saying i i found i found happiness um i i healed myself i healed myself uh with with this relationship i found healing and I just maybe maybe I I missed something. Maybe somebody else who listened to this, you can probably give me the answer to this. How do you go outside of your relationship to heal your past? I felt like as and it was more than just relationship. You went outside of a marriage. You went inside of a bond. You went outside of yourself because once you become married, you'll become one. So you went outside of yourself and you found healing. And I'm not saying that is impossible, but I feel like you didn't try hard enough to find that healing with what you already had. Because if you did, you would have never found it with nobody else. Now, granted, there were probably some things, you know, we probably did come up short somewhere. I don't know. I'm on I'm on this side of the relationship. I don't know. But I just don't feel as if you should have found happiness with somebody else. And if you would have found happiness with somebody else, then you should have cut off a will. Because I feel like in this situation, you you played the field. You played you played the field till you found which side of the grass you like better. And now you got uh, you know, a heartbroken August, a unhealed will. But hey, as long as you're good, as long as you found that happiness, right? As long as you 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 healed your childhood trauma, right? Hey, who cares? Who cares? Right. It seems like quite a bit of selfishness is just portrayed, and you know, just her her face, her facial expressions. I was just gonna say that, like, if you look at the if you look at the table talk. She's smiling. She's yeah. She's she doesn't seem genuine. She's healed. She's revived. And Will is just as dead on the inside. Right. It's it's a clear night and day depiction just based off of their facial expressions. She doesn't seem genuine, you know, with her expressions, but her words seem genuine. But honestly, to me, it just sounds like a whole bunch of BuzzFeed words. You know, to make to make her sound, she's pulling a T out to make you sound like super educated, super enlightened. You know, Jada is masterful at weaponizing the language of healing and emotional awareness, quote unquote. You know, she she typically presents this facade of introspection and uh. reflection, all for the purpose of evading accountability. And a lot of people do this, whether they realize it or not. And it's easy to fall into the trap of using buzzwords, right? Am I right or am I wrong? You're right. So, you know, because you hear people and they spit they spit this game. And, you know, it sounds like they know what they're talking about. So, you know, to everyday, ordinary Joe, you know, you become susceptible to that. You like, you're listening. You're like, okay, well, you know, yeah, that sounds good. Or, you know, it's like, okay, well, they seem to know what they're talking about. So I'm just, I'm just agree, you know. But really, it's manipulation. We're just going to call it what it is. Yeah, but one thing about that black Twitter, though, 
You can't manipulate black Twitter. You can't finesse black Twitter mm-hmm. because they're going to take what you said and they might be like, okay, okay. But once they replay that thing a couple of times, it's going to be like, wait a minute. Or you ain't even got to be black Twitter to see that this was nothing but smoke and mirrors. Right. Because it was right here. It was just as evident. I mean, like I said, eyes was bloodshot red. Like, uh, unless you on that stuff, there's just no way you can honestly tell me that you're truly, truly happy. Hey, you can joke about it like you did for those 12 minutes and he he knows that she was she was feeding him some BS he knows it I knows it Ray Charles know it we all know it, it was nothing but smoke and mirrors and that's okay I mean you can go your whole life and try to you know make it seem like you are good and you're healed but until you really heal yourself and heal the other person that you hurt it's never gonna be alright you're never going to be all right. And if you're okay with just sitting here and making it seem like, well, I mean, this is what it's going to be. This is what it's not going to be. And I felt like, you know, and maybe this is just me. And you can call it a reach. You can call it whatever. But this is my opinion as well. I felt like if you were going to bring Will to the Red Table Talk, should have brought August to the Red Table Talk. Have it be a one and done. Let it be a one and done. That is true. And... I will say that we don't know if, you know, they didn't try to make that work. If she didn't, you know, try and reach out to bring him on the show because she did state, and I do believe, this is probably one of the most genuine things she said throughout the whole episode that I actually was like, okay, now I can believe that. So she said that, you know, her in August, since he cut it off, he cut off the relationship between him and Jada because, um... Once once he kind of realized that, you know, she wasn't going to leave Will or, you know, that this wasn't, you know, as serious as he thought it was, he cut ties. This is quotes from Jada. And, you know, she said that they hadn't been in contact since then. So, you know, I can only imagine, we don't know for sure, but I can only imagine that maybe she did try and, you know, reach out to him. Hey, you know, doing this episode, you know, just to clear things up type of thing, blase, blase. He probably, I mean, if I was him, I probably wouldn't respond. I'd look at the message and laugh or, so I feel like, you know, we can't really say that. I feel what you're trying to do, but I'm going to say I don't believe it. And the reason why I say I don't believe it, because if this entanglement, Ella, if this Ella enchanted was three thousand years ago, and you're still talking about it, you you would have been open to come to that red table talk. No, you that's a good open. point. That is a good point. So I get, I get, I get, I get, I get because and and Jada got some good stuff because this man said, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was close enough. He said. Basically, if I die today, I will be happy knowing that I had a love like that before. So that means he would have been open to sit down at that red table talk. So I'm going to have to call BS again. She didn't try to talk to that man. She didn't reach out. And you could tell by that narcissistic look that she gave the whole show. She, she, like I said, she's fine knowing that, okay, we're not talking anymore. Me and, me and Aug haven't talked in a while. But we haven't talked in a while, but I've healed myself. I've healed myself off of him from stuff that happened 30 some odd years ago in my childhood. So I took that, healed it off of him, hurt him, 
but still have not communicated and see, okay, where we go from here. Then I'm going to go to back to this marriage, not really caring if he's healed. I go to therapy, just say that we went. So I can say, yeah, that we we've trying, but you can look on his face and tell that something is still not fixed. But because Will loved her, like he said from day one, I will love you no matter what. He's just going along with this smoke and mirror show. And you can, you can sit here and, you know, try to play the, if you want to, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm just not going. And that's just that or that. This is interesting. It really is. So I'm going to propose to our sous chefs out there. You know, what do y'all think? Do y'all think that, you know, Jada possibly tried to fix the situation, tried to get to some type of resolution, reach out to him? Or do you think that August, she tried to reach out to August and he blew the whole thing off, like Sly said? Let us know. And you know what? I will. If I'm wrong, I will come back and find out the truth that she did reach out. I'll come back and I'll admit to that. But as of right now, as of, what is it, July the 11th, I'm going to stand on my word and say she didn't try to reach out. And like, but like I said, if something else come find out, she shows a DM, she shows proof, or she reached out to this man, she tried to reach out, she wanted the table talk to heal everybody, she was trying to be on some, uh, uh, y'all, y'all fix my life, then cool, you know what, I give you that. But as of right now, no, no. So while we're on the discussion of proposing topics, I want to propose this question, um, to our sous chefs and stated here on the Melted Pot. Do y'all think that Jada took advantage of August? I don't want to give my answer, but what I will say is, if you know how I feel about this, do you know what I my what my answer would be? I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna keep it short, but in a sense, I feel like ultimately this the the answer is yes. He was in a vulnerable state. He was going through mental issues, addiction, stuff we've already discussed uh, previously in the episode. And she was looking for a sense of healing. So, yeah, she showed up, got what she need, and dipped. And, I mean, that's pretty much it. I do feel like there was a sense of... I feel like he's not wrong to feel that he was taken advantage of and I know that we are just posing all these questions on you guys, but I have one more. <clears throat> How does another relationship heal your past? I just want to know. I just want to know. Is it possible that another relationship outside of yours can heal your past? Let me know. Of course you learn things from other relationships. And you can take what you learn from other relationships. You learn new things about yourself. Uh, things that you possibly didn't know but that stepping outside of the relationship is not the answer you know I can see and I sympathize I understand but I don't I don't approve so we Will Smith has mentioned black Twitter we've mentioned black Twitter we've mentioned social media you know little posts here and there so there's this post you know, everybody, every, everybody wants to weigh in on the topic. Everybody has something to say. Um, but this post in particular did something for me. Um, so somebody said, this is for all my men out there. This is, uh-huh. this is for all my men out there. This is the position every real nigga fears. Jada made a vow to love this man through good and bad 
and that is what she does. How do female how do females feel after you just let another man into your vagina knowing you got a man at home? What do you tell what do you tell the kids? What kind of example you set for your daughter? Look at my dog face though. Your females have no morals. This generation is sick. Like WTF is an entanglement. Jada is the poster girl for all these hoes out here. Basically, he was like, oh, he's not getting married. He's just going to be getting money till the day he die. Now, the problem with my dis- with, with this I had was everybody has something to say. However, at the end of the day, we wasn't in the relationship, for one. And for two, you're right. You're right. You know, what is an entanglement? Jada should have called it a situation shift. But to call her out her name, for one, she doesn't even know you. I, I, don't, I don't see the purpose in that. And, I mean, you talking about some, you, you're just going to get married till you die. It's probably a reason why you're why you're single. And it has nothing to do with what, what Jada, don't throw Jada and Will's relationship as a reason why you're not getting married. That's, that's, that's BS. That's BS. That's not the reason why you're not getting married. I don't know why you're not getting married because I don't know you, but somebody else's marriage is not going to be your reason for not getting married. All right, with a mentality like that, it's no wonder why they are, you know, he sound real lonely. I'm just saying like that. He sound lonely. He sound big mad. He sound lonely. You can't put, you know, Will and Jada's relationship um, as logical reasoning because that's what he's trying to portray it as, logical reasoning as to why he'll never get married. That sounds ludicrous. That sounds like BS, you know, it's probably other reasons underlying issues as to why you won't get married starting with that that mentality you ain't gonna get nowhere with that mentality right because then you're going through your um going through your um social media you talk about some y'all really reported me now y'all females hurt nobody you sound like the hurt when there's a lot of hurt people i mean honestly i'm talking about it because it's my job but at the end of the day i stand on it it's not our business i mean i feel like you know wrong is wrong you know we're not gonna uh take one cheat over another because of the sex like you know we, uh jada cheated and we're gonna sweep it under the rug or we're cheating it would have been a whole thing i'm just gonna say wrong is wrong uh but however it's not our business to to judge you know, because they made it work. They're still together. And Cartier, I like that you you said that and you brought that up. I want, if we don't take anything from this episode, if you don't take away anything else from this episode, I want to normalize that cheating is cheating and that cheating, you know, should be avoided. Does cheating happen? Yes, it does. But we have to normalize, like you said, no matter the sex, it doesn't lessen the blow. Oh, you know, because when men cheat, you know, it's like, uh, you know, that's just, you know, men being men, boys being boys. But let a female cheat. And then, like, not only do you have men attacking the women, judging the women, you have other women doing the same thing. You know, and I just feel like, I just feel like, listen, cheating is wrong, but, like, there are certain people out there who feel like, okay, I'm going to stand by, I'm going to stand by women regardless. You know, maybe our our our, our ultra and extra um, 
feminist, hey, I'm stand by women, whatever, even if the actions are wrong. Well, hold up now. Hold up now. Yes, you identified that the actions wrongs, but standing by the woman, like, that that just, that don't sit right with me. Because we have to, you know, you have to balance it out. You can't just put all the blame on women, all the blame on men. Wrong is wrong. Cheating is cheating. Right. You have people on social media saying, you know, Jada don't deserve Will. Well, hold up. Hold up. Hold on. Because he cheated first. You know what I'm saying? So they don't deserve each other, but they made for each other. Make that make sense. Right. And deserve. Who are you to tell? Who are you to say who deserves who? That's not our place, never will be our place. And that's where I have to interject and tell people to mind their business. Because the vows say, for better or for worse, in sickness and in health. And what's the next part? We all know it. Till death death do do us us part. Thank you. There we go. So if that statement was a couple, it would be Jada and Will. Because, yes, we've kind of broken down what they said broken down their relationship but when it comes together that they have overcome this situation you know things happen when your past gets brought up and brought to light they've overcome it they've both healed from it they're still married and still going strong at the end of the day and also for people who got something to say how y'all think y'all grandma and y'all grandpa been together all these years? And I'm going to just leave it like that. I'm going to leave it on a more of a spiritual note. And I'm going to say this. What God put together, let no man put asunder. And this concludes the Melting Table Talk. I hope you enjoyed uh, this episode as we um, dive the quote-unquote breaking news that's going on here in the country. Something more relevant other than COVID and um, whoever's running 1600 pence or whatever. Um, and if you guys are not, make sure you follow, make sure you Sushels follow us on Instagram at the T H E E real melting pot and just, uh, continue to stay along for the road. Season two is right around the corner. Yes, guys, we really want to encourage y'all to stick with us. Season two is going to be epic. We're working really hard in the off season to give y'all a great season two. And when I say great season two. I mean, great season two. Well, Sly, it looks like it's time to close the show. You know, we party together. We die together. Podcasters for life. <laughs> and I'm your host, Cardia Dawn. And I'm your host, Sly. And, and this, this has been, been The Melting Pot. Pot.